Welcome to Economically Speaking, the information podcast designed to bring you the latest economic development news in the town and the surrounding area, hosted by Babylon IDA CEO Tom Dolan. Good afternoon and welcome. I'm Tom Dolan and you are listening to Economically Speaking, episode 13. Today we'll be speaking with Felicia Moss, one of the founding members of the annual Ujamaa Festival. Before we get started, though, I can do no better than to read a brief bio about our guest. Felicia Moss is a Long Island native from North Babylon, New York. Her passion and drive to help others began from her participation in the Vinet Cultural Workshop. She did this both in her youth and continues today as an adult. She has over 10 years of experience organizing community events with local organizations, such as National Night Out, which she does right here in Brentwood and Windage. She's also part of the Family Life Center's annual Children's Holiday Party, Council of Thought and Action Easter Egg Hunt, and Council of Thought and Action Fall Festival. Felicia also spends time connecting Black-owned businesses and informing the Black Long Island community about various events, employment, and training opportunities. Felicia is the founder of Black Long Island, along with her husband, William Morse. She's also a member of the Mother's Club of Wheatley Heights, Islip Town Branch of the NAACP and the Vinette Cultural Workshop Fundraising Committee. Felicia is the proud mother of four daughters, and her favorite quote is, it takes a village to raise a child. So good afternoon, Felicia. How are you today? I'm doing well, Tom. Thank oh, you. That's How are great. you? Okay. Uh, we're, we're real excited to have you here today. Um, and I got to tell you, after reading that bio, that you are an all-in person, boy. You're out there and you're very involved. And uh, we're excited to talk about some of the things we're going to talk about today. But why don't we first start with uh, Black Long Island? That's uh, something that you had started a couple of years ago. Um, and why don't you just tell us a little bit about what that, what you do with Black Long Island? Sure, not a problem. Uh, well, Black Long Island was founded in 2016 um, by my husband, William King Moss III, and myself. Um, the funny story with Black Long Island, it came about through Pillow Talk. I always like to tell people that, the, you know, the husband and wife conversation. Yeah, yeah. And um, he said, you have friends, I have friends. Let's see how, you know, we can start building. And I thought that was a great opportunity. And within the first 24 hours, we had 2,000 people just signing up like, oh, this is awesome, this is awesome, this is awesome. Wow. Because Black Long Island, what we wanted to do was bring together not just Black-owned businesses, but the Pan-African and Black community, African, you know, the Afro-Caribbean community, the Haitian community, just come together so that we know what's going on. Sure. You know, Long Island as a whole has pockets of different types of people, different cultures, different ethnicities. It's, it's a nice mix. It's the melting pot. Sure. So, you know, that's a wonderful part about being on Long Island. But we wanted to say hey, what organizations are out there? We see that there are so many clubs or organizations, churches, businesses, but how can we tailor it to the black community? So that's where Black Long Island came from. Pillow talk, I like that. That's good, <laughs> okay. So you, you get this started, you have this vision, you have a tremendous response. So there was a there was an audience, so somebody was thinking along the same lines as you and your husband, I guess a little bit, but what were some of the challenges in the early stages of putting that together? 
The, some of the challenges that we faced was content, finding credible content, mm. um, making sure that the information that we're putting out for our audience, you know, was valid. When we talk about Black-owned businesses, some people are not really thinking, they're like, oh, well, I see a lot of Black people here. This is a Black-owned business. And we're like, no, we're talking about the brick and mortar of the behind the scenes. Who's the founder? Who is the person literally that is holding that that business license? We're talking about that process. Gotcha. And um, it was a little difficult at first. Sure. But then everybody caught on and was like, okay, so there's a hair salon or here's a church or, you know, there's a T-shirt company. You know, things that we talk about using every day, like um, yeah. T-shirts, uh, especially for baseball companies or, you know, sports teams, books, authors, publishing companies. This is like still everyday stuff that we use. Right. But mechanics, then it just started expanding. So you think about auto mechanics, plumbers, electricians. Right. Are they certified? Are they licensed? Are they registered with the counties? Nassau and Suffolk, not right. just, you know, focusing on Suffolk. Are they bonded? Like, we're, we're like, okay, are they hiring? Like, we're looking at every opportunity right. that um, everyone can benefit from. That's great. So the organization, you got this going, you, you're kind of thinking through a lot of things, and um, it's very interesting. It really <laughs> is. But then we're, we're here also to talk about something that came out of that which was the uh, Ujama Fest, right? Mm-hmm. Which you are the founding member. Did I say that correctly? You did. All it right. is Ujama. All right. I, I just want to go into like a Bob Bali kind of thing <laughs> when I hear that. Uh, but anyway, so the festival started um, back in 17. So mm-hmm. this was a year after you and your husband put the Black Long Island together. Absolutely. You come out with this. Can we talk a little bit? Walk us through how that all kind of came together. Sure. Um, I am a person from Long Island, but I love going into the city to different events, whether it's a Broadway show, um, exhibits, festivals. And I came across a festival, and I don't want to even want to call it a festival, maybe an expo is really the terminology that they use through WBLS, which is a radio station. You know, and that's really an urban, it, they really cater towards urban music. Mm-hmm. in urban pop culture. And they were having this event called Circle of Sisters. But Circle of Sisters has been around for over 20 years. And I'm like, okay, let's just go check this out. And my husband comes along and I'm like, all right, this is gonna be fun. And we're just going as attendees and spectators just to see what this is. And I can tell you, my eyes lit up because it was phenomenal. It was so many different businesses and they came from all over. Not just New York or New Jersey, but from Georgia, the Carolinas, oh, wow. California. They're coming from everywhere. And these are like big brands and some a lot of small businesses also. So when you think about hair care products in the black community, Bonner Brothers, they're giving out samples like, oh, this is cool. Or things that you see in Walmart, these are sponsors. Right. But you're like, oh, wait a minute. These are black owned businesses. Right. So that was the showcase of what we started looking at we're like oh this is so cool and then i'm looking and i'm talking and i'm introducing myself to other people because i just want to get more information and they're not from here they're not from long island yeah, yeah i may have come across one or two but not many were from long island and i said hmm imagine doing something like this on long island you know because i also know that transportation sometimes is difficult when you're in the urban community, some people may or may not have transportation. Right. I'm looking at the bigger picture of like, okay, how can we get the people to come? 
what area do we do this in? Now my brain is just moving. Yeah, the whole yeah. time I'm talking to everybody, my brain is just moving. But then what makes it so cool is that they had panel discussions. And you're seeing celebrities have the same conversations that you would have with your friends or your neighbor at like a barbecue. Yeah. yeah. You know, I was like, oh, this is so awesome. Immediately we started like, okay, let's see what we can do. Let's see what we can do. And we just put basically a massive call out to our group on Facebook and was, hey, we want to have this event. Who wants to be a part of the event? The brainchild was going someplace else and noticing the amount of businesses that were gathered under one place and how many attendees. Yeah. And I, you know, people are like, oh, but money, money, money. I'm going to be honest. I am a community person. So I'm like, what money? Come out. Let's see what we can do. And, you know, I got some hesitation from some people. But then others were like, oh, this is a great idea. How can we help? When we charge people, and now, don't get me wrong, we do charge people, but it's we have to have insurance. You ha- These are the things that people right. don't realize. When you want to do things the right way mm-hmm. and legitimize your event, you're not just having an event just to have an event, but you want to do it the right way. So it's also learning the business behind the event, the cost of tables and chairs, finding a venue So these are things that we really put into consideration. Like, okay, what is a place where we can have this? And who can accommodate? Will this be okay? So the search always continues for us to find venues Mm -hmm. to where we can do this more than once a year. But it's difficult because we're like, we need a large enough space. You know, that first year in 2017, we were at Dominican Village in Amityville. Okay. First off, that's an amazing venue. I love what they do with the elderly and it's just amazing. So the fact that they were like, okay, so how can we help you? And I'm like, oh, okay. Now your your mind is moving in a business and you're like, okay, I need to make sure I do this. I need to do this. I wanna make sure I get my permit. You know, I wanna make sure I have the insurance. So insurance, where people are like, oh, car insurance. No, it's an event insurance, which is completely separate from a business insurance. learning the aspects of the business and the organizational structure of how to put out the event. So now we're going into PR and marketing. So you want people to attend your event. You got to now invest in your event. And that means spending money on, you know, publications, prints, mailings, anything and anywhere you think you need to be seen. Um, Hiring, you know, a graphic artist to make sure everything is working out the way it's supposed to, the layout, um, working with PR and marketing firms. It was honestly mind-blowing. But for the first year, we had over 60 vendors. And I was in shock, complete shock. But it was amazing. And people from all over Long Island were just coming out. And it was like, oh, this was great. And we did it right before Kwanzaa. Okay. So Ujama means cooperative economics. So, you know, we're like, okay, let's circulate our dollars amongst one another. Let's help a black owned business or a newly founded side business. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, we work, we have our regular day jobs, but we have a hobby. Some people have a hobby. I want to make a t-shirt or right. I want to make a candle or a scarf or now you're showing them that you can have your side business still work, but there's a, there's ways to advertise and market. Right. right. And um, a- after that, it was just amazing. 
And and now this is going to be, I know you had it a little because of COVID, right? You yeah. missed last year. You missed. Um, do you feel it's going to be the same, bigger? You want to be honest? I think that this year is going to be amazingly big. Businesses have developed more. It's, you know, during the pandemic, I think everyone found a talent um, because either they were laid off from work, their job closed down. So now you have to find another means of support. Sure. So I feel that the vendors that we have, the businesses that are going to be there on the 25th, I was like, oh my gosh, like where have you been hiding? That's great. You know, so I, I believe that it, this is going to be an amazing event, great opportunities. That's awesome to hear. And why don't we, as I'm sitting here, I'm like, why, don't, <laughs> why don't we remind, this is great, and, and why don't we just remind the listening audience too, the date where this this festival is going to be, and you can tell them a little bit about that, and then we can get back into sure. discussing, right? The date is Saturday, September 25th, from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. at the Delano Stewart Plaza at 40 Station Drive in Windage. That's the new apartments um, right along Straight Path, yeah. the new railroad station. Amazing. Come oh, out. Great. I actually just rode by there last night, and I had a vision, but there's work that we've done up there also. Absolutely. And it, it's really looking really nice, and uh, that's great. So the event is on September 25th. We'll get back to what we were talking about. So you bring these businesses together. You're giving them other opportunities. Besides the festival, there's other services that you provide, mm-hmm. which you kind of shared with before. But what have been some of the opportunities or, or some of the good things you're seeing from the businesses from 2017 till today? Can you share with us any exciting stories of some of these businesses that have grown and, and some of the sure. things you've been able to say yes? Absolutely. One particular um, business that is a recurring business at Ujama Fest is Brewu. Brewu is founded by Wendy Woodard, Long Island native. And it's a hair care company. Like she does hair care products for like curly hair or straight mm-hmm. hair, oils and moisturizers and hair growth. But now her products are actually in a store. It's like a local barbershop gave her the opportunity to have her products in the store. So from that opportunity, more opportunities just keep coming. Um, we had a fashion designer, Culture Trees. She's been around for a while. Mm-hmm. But she put on a fabulous fashion show, impromptu, at Ujama Fest. And now you can see her on, like, walking the catwalk in Fashion Week. Wow. So it's just when you think about those opportunities. Yeah. yeah. Like, something as simple as a vendor event. And I don't like to call it pop-up events. Right. I don't like to, because pop-ups tend to be very small. But this is a festival, a celebration. Mm of businesses Um, and especially in the black community we look at Madam C.J. Walker first African-American millionaire female okay so that's one bonus but she started her business on the street she was a street vendor and then her business grew so it's the same concept just enhanced revamped um, to fit our community and I'm almost positive there are plenty of millionaires in the making yeah that's great. Now, who do you do you partner with anybody, or do you have any relationships, or what are the resources that you utilize to help you put these this event together? Oh, that's the best question. <laughs> so, our partner this year and for the last three years 
has been the Wine Dance Plaza Association. And they've been amazing. Because they, they came to, someone from Wine Dance Plaza Association came to the event at Dominican Village and was like, would you do it over here? Sure. It was like, okay, we'll get the space, we'll do this, so that you, and you just go ahead and plan the event. Not a problem. It's been a great working collaboration and partnership ever since. That's great. Um, am I looking for other venues? Of course I'm always looking for other venues because I do want us to branch out a little bit more, but yeah. I'm always for it. So Wine Dash Plaza Association has been the number one. Mm -hmm. um, Town of Babylon, of course, with the Parks Department, making sure that we have the space and that the space is clean and for the community to come and attend. Great. So it's been it's been a great collaboration. I'm always looking for new partners and That's great. collaborations. This year, I'm actually <laughs> like, oh my gosh. We partnered with Rudy Breedy, who is the creator and president of Rude Rangers Studios. He does TV segments. This is the first time. I'm like, oh my gosh. We're doing something. Now we're actually thinking back to the beginning of Circle of Sisters when they had panel discussions. They had, but now you have someone taping a live TV segment, right. interviewing those same businesses and putting them on their show. So I think this has been great opportunity yeah. with uh, with our partners and definitely the Wine Dance Plaza Association in the town has been a great blessing for us because we need it. We need partnerships in order to grow sure. and to show individuals that we can succeed. You know, my favorite quote, yeah, yeah. it takes a village to raise a child. Right. That is a very universal quote. It takes a village to grow a business. Right. This has been great. I, I tell you, you know, you say that and I've said it before with other things we do, but first of all, I, don't you find it funny that this all started between your ears kind of thing, right? It was a, a vision yes. using a little bit of imagination and, and something, and you're creating opportunities for people, the business owners, uh, which is tremendous. And I believe sometimes when you align yourself with those types of people, people kind of show up in your life that are going to help you get to that ultimate goal of what you have. And I think listening to this story is just tremendous with that. You know, you said originally you went in, you went into the city and you brought this concept kind of, but maybe put your spin on it more mm -hmm. as you brought it out here. Is there anything that you are using from them as far as like modeling anything that they've done? Or is there anyone else doing something similar to you also? Well, I know that I, what I realized um, as far as other businesses, there are like some businesses who are having their own pop-ups but like I said, I don't like to refer to Jamafest as a pop-up yeah. because I want this to be a growth right. for all businesses. Pop-ups to me seem to be temporary, but the model was bringing businesses together mm -hmm. from Circle of Sisters, which I completely was like, wowed. And then also expanding, you know, you bring in professionals to discuss business options and opportunities, finance. But then you're also able to bring in sneak, I don't want to say sneak it in, but you kind of sneak in some other pieces like mental health discussions, topics that you usually don't talk about in the public. So I caught that from Circle of Sisters and I have to tell you that has been a great motivation. Um, being able to also talk to people behind the scenes at WBLS, you know, finding out the information, picking their brain a little bit. It, it's been amazing. So why don't we, again, why don't we come back and then if people, what, I guess the first thing I would ask before that, if you were attending the event, mm -hmm. what can people expect? 
Ooh, okay. <laughs> so you can expect to see some artists, you know, from cartoon art, comics, to abstract art. You also can expect to see some kid activities, bounce houses, balloons, cotton candy, popcorn. But nice. then the key, which is so interesting, I'm also highlighting youth entrepreneurs. Oh, These are kids who want to go into business. Right. So right. it may be something as simple as lip gloss or charms. You know, everybody wears Crocs and everybody's into the Croc phase. Yeah. So we do have a vendor, you know, a little girl, I think she's 10, who wow. sells charms for your Crocs. When you think about it, like, why not? You know, right. you want to invest in youth. So why not give them that opportunity to showcase their business? Yeah, plant seeds, right? Plant some seeds, exactly. <laughs> That's how you create generational wealth also. That's right. So it's really important that we, you know, help them grow, give them the exposure so that they can see, you know, the various opportunities. But it's also great that the parents are standing behind them to sure. help them with this process. That's great. That's right. The support is always something that's so but you, important the, here's the bonus you get to see entertainment we do have live entertainment okay so we have some bands coming out still drums oh, nice. you know a yeah. band doing r&b soul which i thought was cool because i was great. like oh this yeah. is cool you know give somebody some tunes to listen to yeah. while they shop yeah sounds really good so I want to just have you, uh, maybe you could just share with the listening audience if they want to contact you and maybe, again, go through uh, to kind of let them know what date again this is and uh, how they get there. They sure. Could, probably some people could take the train right there. They sure can. Ron Conkamalan, get right. up and wine dance. That's right. So if you're interested in attending, it's a free event, free to the public. We do just ask that you go on to Eventbrite. Type in Ujama Fest, Wine Dance, and just register. You know, it's free. Just register for however many people are coming with you in your household or your friend, your neighbor, co-worker. Then those are for the attendees. Come with your money. Make sure you have your card. Make sure you have some cash. Right, right. You know, but if you're interested in being a vendor, we are still accepting vendors. This is the last week that we get to accept vendors. So you can visit our website www.blacklongisland.net. You can get the vendor application right on the website. You can even get the Eventbrite tickets right on the website. You can get more information. You can see a sneak preview of a video that was done for 2019, actually, by an amazing young film director. Oh, wow. Totally awesome. Ross Graphics, he does commercials. So that's another wonderful story, by the way, where from that one video, he picked up commercials and amazing. That's great. Amazing. That's great. Um, they can give me a call at 347-450-8522. That's great. And I just want to remind our listening audience that you can go to the show notes and you know we'll have all that contact information there. Felicia, any parting thoughts? Uh, first, I want to definitely say thank you so much to the Babylon IDA for just giving me the opportunity to speak to you yeah, guys on your platform. Um, this is honestly an amazing opportunity. And come on out, everybody. That's come out great. and enjoy. That's great. Uh, and again, our pleasure. Um, I think you're doing such an amazing thing here. 
uh, it's something that caught our eye and we were like, oh, this is, this is great. We got to help promote this and make this something that continues to grow. But again, uh, we've been talking with Felicia Moss, uh, owner and founder of Black Long Island and also the co-founder of Ujama Fest. Again, come on out, 9, 25, 21, uh, Wine Danch. And again, we'll have all that contact information on our show notes. My name is Tom Dolan. You've been listening to Economically Speaking. Have a great day. This episode of Economically Speaking podcast was brought to you by the Town of Babylon IDA. To find out more information about today's topic, our guest, or to simply stay connected, please visit the show notes where you'll find all the relevant links.